Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Oh, we're going to an interesting topic this morning. We're going to cover mindset, money, and masterful mistakes. Mindset, money, and masterful mistakes. Uh, I'm Jesse Zagorski with EXP Realty. This is uh, Agent Power Huddle. And we've got a, I have a, a, co, a co-host with me, Connie Roller, who's been one of my friends. Probably, Connie, you are my longest term friend in this industry. Well, I'm the luckiest. I mean, we, we've known each other for going on 16, 78, I don't know how many years, yeah. it's been a long time. And so she introduced me to a friend recently who's a new friend that I met was like, oh, this person's amazing. So we've got our guest today, which is Gwen. And Gwen, I, do, am I saying your last name correctly? Gwen Dobbenmeyer? Correct. Exactly. Good. It's, it's only a guy named Jesse Zagorski who could take time to practice someone else's last name, right? That's all right. Well so done. I met Gwen and you just immediately, you have this energy about you. You're a successful agent, but you also have a pretty interesting story. Um, I mean, I can start firing away just asking different questions, but where, where do you think is a good place to start if we're talking about mindset, money, and some of the mistakes, you know, masterful mistakes made along the way? Um, maybe since we are definitely going into a shift, I think we all agree. Now let's start with mindset going into a shift. How's that? I love that. And Connie, please just jump in with me as we go through this with Gwen. Okay. We're just going to have a conversation. This is going to be a pretty, um, interesting episode because when you have someone with as much experience and wisdom as Gwen, like I'm just excited to, to, to soak it in. So mindset into a shift. Tell, tell me about what does that mean for you, Gwen? Uh, so first, let me just say, uh, this is my 36th year in real estate. Um, I still love it. So there's some, some encouragement for you. Um, also, my very best years, meaning the most profitable and the most fun, were after my 25th year. Don't wait that long. You can have fun <laughs> sooner. <laughs> So I'm here to help you do that. Uh, and mindset was a large part of that, right? So this will, I've been through five shifts, right? Including the bubbles. So when you're, when you got your license way back in your twenties, like I did, you know, we went through the dot-com bust and all the other kind of cycles. And it's really interesting that um, housing lost value one time, one time. And that of course, everybody knows was the bubble the rest of the time like we all felt it but the the worst that housing did was a 1.6 increase in values right so i don't think any two shifts are the same so let's let's just get that uh, out of the way but how you approach the shift is seriously going to determine how you do and i can say that because in 2010 I have been doing real estate for 25 years, lots of awards, Ruby, Diamond, you know, all of the stuff and um, didn't believe in consumer debt and saved my money and invested in the stock market and followed my to-do list right down the thing and almost lost my business and my house. So doing things right, I figured out wasn't enough. So changing the mindset, I had a super big um, 
mindset shift. So like when you talk about going into a downward spiral over clients, like I can out downward spiral, probably anybody on this call. Like I, I have a master's in downward spiral. So I had, it took me a a lot to redo a mindset. And here's what I would say in my takeaway from all of that is literally sit down with a piece of paper and write down who you are as a real estate agent and a person and who you are going to show up as in this shift and be that every single time. So if you're going to be the encourager, be the encourager. Hide all those groups that talk about how buyer's agents never read remarks and listing agents never return phone calls. It's an old, weak, lame conversation that you shouldn't be a part of. So uh, don't engage in those, like who you're going to be and congruency is what you are. You don't show up one way in a good situation and another way in a bad situation. You determine who you are and that's who you show up as in this shift coming. I, I love that. So so tell me, tell me a little more because I, I agree with congruency. It makes total sense. If you're going to be, for example, the encourager, like you said, how does that help in this shift? Like what, what is in the past when you've gone through this, how does that help an agent as they, if they show up that way, what, what will that do for you or for the agent? First of all, it's going to attract the business because in, in my mind, there are two kinds of real estate agents and, and I'm not even sure that you can choose which style you are, but I feel like that you can be eat parts of them through education. And one of them is a salesperson. And for me, you have to remember, I got 36 years in this. So if you're a newer agent, this whole build your business, online leads, buy this, do this portal, have this funnel, do this campaign, all of that kind of stuff. It robbed agents um, of understanding how to navigate during different shifts. There there are different shifts where people are not going to sign up to be contacted. If you're not honing your skills to understand how to operate in that market, then, um, and that's through attraction and education and being the expert, by the way, not just being a converter or a lead generator, right? There's the other side of that. So now is the time to jump into every single class that you can. I don't care if you've been in the business five minutes or you know, 50 years, like I'm always in, in classes because everything changes. So by being an encourager and being educated and being the expert, like you're going to attract people in a shift because they are looking for guidance more than ever. I love that. And, and I love that after 35 years in the business, you are still jumping in, taking classes, right? I mean, it's just, it ha- does that growth mindset, is that part of, part of it for you also having that growth mindset? Oh my gosh. Yes. Like, um, there, I have a setting. Uh, that's how vinegar is made. <laughs> so <laughs> you do not want to sit in a class, soak in the information and then just sour with it. You constantly have to be moving and turning. And, um, my friends and, and my team, I'm in my office right now and, and all of my team is in here too. Okay. Wave everyone. Hi. What's going on team? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, You know, it's like if you're, we had a snow day, I don't know, when what, probably three weeks ago or four weeks ago. So I just got my real estate license in another state. I mean, you know, I couldn't move in Michigan for three or four days. So let's just pile through it. Am I ever going to sell real estate there? No, but it was an education. (laughs) Just because it was a snow day? That's right. 
I love it. I love it. All right. So clearly you enjoy learning, you enjoy part of this. So, so on this journey and you, you run it, you run a team now. Um, what is, as we go into this shift, what are other, some of the lessons that you've learned? Like you, uh, did you make mistakes and past shifts? You said you did everything right. And yet it still didn't quite work. What, yeah. what, what didn't work in the last, in the last shift for you? Um, so what I, what I immediately did was I believe in coaching. I hired a really great coach to know what I, what I don't know. Part of the personal story is I met my husband when I was 14 and he was 15. We got married six weeks out of, after we graduated out of high school because we thought we were that smart. And then a year later, uh, Joshua came along and we had to figure him out. Um, and then we never went to college. So we kind of missed that whole, like, I don't know, let's return pop bottles and buy Gerber oatmeal. Like we really had no money and had to figure it all out. So when I went through this cycle, I had, I contacted people who I really thought knew exactly where I needed to go and asked them to coach me or found the information. And one of those was money. So I knew how to make it. Right. Like most people on this call, like, you know how to make money. Uh, you know how to sell a house. You know how to do an open house. Those are not the kind of things that we need coaching on. What we need coaching on is how to properly run a business. So while we were savers, my percentages were all off. So I, I didn't have a sub S or an LLC set up. So I wasn't taking a salary. So therefore, if I felt like going to Mexico uh, and pout for two weeks, I could do that because all of my money was in, um, was in one place. I'm a good powder. Um, so, um, you know, those kinds of things. So I immediately read Profit First by Mike McCallowitz. And I implemented a piece of software which costs less than $100 a year called YNAB, Y-N-A-B. And it's called You Need a Budget. And um, it's not a punitive thing. Like I have to tell you, one of my passions really quick is I have a 250-gallon saltwater aquarium. I also have two dogs and I have a parrot that I bought from an egg 21 years ago. So I love the animals. Uh, my animal bill per month is $600. I had zero idea. Like I'm almost embarrassed. Don't tell anyone else. But uh, <laughs> like if you just don't tell anyone, but um, yeah. if, you, if you put your groomer bill on there, your vet bills on there, your food, my salt, my coral, my fish, my treats, my leashes, all of that kind of stuff. I had zero clue. I was spending $600 a month. Now I do. Did I lower my budget? No. It's still $600 a month. I just know how much I'm spending and that's what I choose to do. So I, uh, I have uh, my son, I, we have one child and he's in Minnesota with my two grands and we uh, budget $10,000 for a family vacation every year. And we do extravagant things like we rented a four bedroom houseboat on Table Rock Lake for, you know, like 10 days because we can't be with those kids. So we are making very memorable things. So it is not punitive. I just want to get that out there because when you every dollar has a job. And so when you when you make those plans and you slide those dollars over, what ends up happening is you look at your your zero available funds. It doesn't mean you don't have any money, but it's like, ah, dang, I really wanted a new purse. Well, I'm going to have to take it out of my vacation fund if I want to. So there's managing your money and then there's intentionally managing your money. And that took me way too long to learn. Now, mm -hmm. 
not only did I keep that house and you guys, please know my heart. I am, I am not saying this boastfully. I'm saying this with all the humility and encouragement I can give to you. So in 2010, when I tried to have my loan modified through Chase, uh, and my husband's uh, my partner. So we were both in real estate. We don't have any extra money or we don't have any other money, much less extra money. So uh, we called Chase because we were 10 months behind and we tried to get a loan modification and they came back after, you know, however long they take. And they're like, we're sorry, you don't even qualify for the loan mod. We had not had a paycheck in six months, but we still had our bills and we still paid our staff. And um, that was probably one of the worst times in my entire life. You know, now um, they, and I, and I said to Chase, well, if you would approve the six short sales I have in your short sale division, you know, I could pay my house payment. And that's the only way, because I am sassy. That's the only way that I was able to get through to them. And so the long story short is I now have a wonderful, modestly beautiful little house on a lake, which is my dream house. Um, I still have that house, which, um, I, we rent out and it cash flows about $600 a month, uh, the house that I almost lost. And we have two other properties. One is a rental property and one is a vacation home up north. You can do this too. Um, and I just want to say like the vacation place up north, there's no mortgage on that. And the rental property that we have has probably about a 30% of mortgage left. We've paid off about two thirds. And uh, we have no consumer debt, nothing. I paid uh, in full for my car. I mean, you guys can do this. And I had like 70 grand I owed to the IRS. You know why? Because you guys do this too. Because you say, okay, I'm going to make that quarterly estimate right out of my next paycheck. Right? Did you guys ever do that? I did, and there wasn't so enough. Don't, don't raise your hand. It's okay. They don't have to raise their hands, but they, no. they're I'll blinking their eyes. No, no, you don't have to raise your hand. But uh, I, I mean, I did that for a number of years, and it worked out fine until it doesn't. So now there's a, every single check that funnels into my sub S corporation. It has uh, 30% off the top, goes right into a tax account. And when my accountant says, guess what? You don't owe as much as you save. Now I have all of that money that comes right back to me. It's like a bonus. So get your money straight. I love it. All right. Connie, by the way, do you, do you have questions on any of this? Do you want to jump in with anything? Otherwise, I'm going to keep rolling, but go ahead. Um, no, you can keep rolling. I just want to say, you know, I've watched Gwen over years um, through Facebook and she just walks her talk. You know, she's very honest. And I think that is something that is being authentic is really important in a business that can make you want to feel like, especially with video and everything we've got going on, it can make you feel like you have to be kind of away. And just it, when we're truly ourselves is when we are the most powerful and the most effective in helping people. So, and I learned a lot about that from Gwen. Oh, thank you for that, Connie. I'm sorry, one moment. Somebody's asking me the time from the street right through my plate glass window. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Okay. Full, full service real estate agent. There you go. We'll give you the time. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> You're pounding on my window. Okay. Sorry. I love it. All good. So, all right. So, um, going into this shift and knowing that it, it may look different in every different geographic area, but knowing that we're going, you're going through a shift. When you look at your business from a strategic standpoint, 
we got we got mindset. We can go back and talk deeper there because I love what you're talking about. And I think it's something that realtors probably like every human being, but realtors especially should listen to over and over until they really get it. Cause like, I'm like you, it took me a long time to wrap my mind around that. What are you doing from a strategic standpoint in your business? Are you, are you changing anything from a marketing attraction approach? What are you, what are you doing there? Yeah. So we pretty much, I sat down with my team. We went through our, um, our subscriptions line by line, like my credit cards. I took all of my credit cards, which are on auto pay, you know, good or bad. That's what I do. And we went line by line and I said, are we using Infogram? How much are we using Infogram? And is there another product that we have that will do the same thing? And so that is, that's part of what we did. The other thing is hmm, Apple subscriptions, like it's buried, go find your Apple subscriptions and like turn off your auto renews. Um, when I first did this um, for probably about three years, I would take a uh, business card visa and I would cancel it so that when somebody wanted to do the auto renew, it would say you need to update your payment information because it's been declined. And then I would just say, no, thank you. Unsubscribe. No, thank you. Unsubscribe. One year. I'm telling you all my dirt, too. Wow. One year, I actually it was like nine hundred and twenty five dollars a month we saved per month on all of that stuff. And it's all good stuff. Like we're not silly people, but we have like keeping current matters. But if you're not using it every single month for your statistics, turn it, tell Steve, thank you very much. We appreciate you and turn it off. Like really go through all of your expenses line by line. Same thing at home. I mean, I had natural nails, which were probably chewed for four years or three years, like there was no nail money. Like that's just nonsense fine. Uh, those kinds of things. Those paid coffees ain't happening. Still the not happening. So stuff like that, line by line on your charge cards and your bank statements. I love it. Is there, have you read, have you read any books on this? Is there, if someone wants to like dive deeper? Is it more just kind of like, is it really this simple? Like, do you need to learn, do, should, do agents need to learn more? Is it, can it be this simple of just like, just starting to kind of look with that intentional mindset to it? their money? I want to give you a real answer um, because I'm constantly like my team meets on Tuesday mornings. I don't ask and I have a small team, not a large team, but I never have to ask people to please come to huddle. They just all come because they're profitable and we have a book club in there. So we are constantly reading um, books in our book club, but I, I feel like it's this. I had disaster which was motivation, which made me determine who I was. I think it really starts there. Like, who are you and how are you going to show up? How are you going to show up in a crisis? How are you going to show up when your client bails on you? And I'll give you mine. Here's, here's how I show up no matter what. It's exit with class. The end. I love that. So, all right. So let's go back to that. So when, when at the beginning, you said everyone should write down who they want to be, how they're going to show up. How do you bring, how do you keep yourself present to that? Like, how do you remind yourself of that as, as time goes by? Well, I'm a, I'm, I'm a miracle morning girl. I do uh, have my mornings where I have to center myself. Let, let's just be real. Most of the times, if you're a good agent, you can ruin lives. 
Like you have to be a special brand of crazy. You have to have a special kind of drive, all of that kind of stuff. Like if I don't center myself, I could ruin lives. Like I know this about myself. So uh, the thing that I need to do in the morning is to show up and I need to kind of say, I think I see her. I need to show up uh, with myself and whatever your belief structure is. When I open my eyes in the morning, I have to go less of me and more of you because I know I'm going to get out there and like, you know, I totally trash the universe if I don't watch myself. And then the next thing that I do is, you know, I write and uh, that was a habit that I cultivated. Um a number of years ago, uh, I buried two children a year apart. They were, I had two beautiful boys who were stillborn. And when I, you get to that place where nobody can drag you out of, like you, you learn to do things to drag yourself out of it. And that was one thing I started to do is just write. And so I still do that. And, and part of that is reading who I am. It's a, I crafted myself because no one teaches us to do that, to show up and to think positively and um, to just be a helper where you can. And I could get on a soapbox about sending loving prayers and thoughts. If you're not actually going to pick up a bag and go help somebody, for God's sake, at least send a check or just say, I'm sorry you're there, but don't send me prayers and thoughts without activity and energy behind it. So there's my mini soapbox. But, um, you know, you just really have to be intentional about it. Like, who are you? Otherwise, we're just wafting, you know, like seaweed in the ocean with the tide. I mean, you know, problems come and you just you just go with the flow. That's not what we do. If you're going to be successful, you you show up. I love it. You strike me as someone that that probably knows where you're going like you've been doing you've said real estate for you said 35 years. Do you see yourself do you see yourself selling it forever? Do you see like what what's your what's your what's your vision for yourself? Um gosh, you know, it's changed it's changed so much. I just I don't have a vision of stopping. I love it. Like I love it. I love leading my team. I love being present with these people every day. I love walking with my clients through the hard things. I love being there for them when they lose the seventh deal and not ever sending messages like that on a text or an email, but being present with them in their stuff. And I, uh, I think our statistic, Amanda would know for sure, but is like 82% of our business. And we, we're, like I said, three agents, we closed, I think 107 or 11 or three or something deals last year. So, but 82% of those were people who have done business with us before. That's a fan. That's an, first of all, an incredible amount of people served and homes sold for for three agents, but that percentage of people doing that you've done business with before. Um, I know we only have a few minutes left in this episode. We'll have to have to have you back again, but do you do things to consciously strategically develop that business or does it just come because of who you guys are and what, and the way you show up in the world for them? Do you think? No, my systems and processes are wound tight. Like I, none of this is by chance. It's all very strategic. I decided who I was. My team reflects that. Like if they don't make the same decisions I would make, if they, we don't just hire people for jobs. Like they have to make the same decisions I would. They have to use the same language I do. They have to say, you know, that's the whole experience that people get. So if you show up authentically 
and you attract people who are like you, and then you hire to your weaknesses, which I have many, then it really works well. So I have a dynamic team. Like I go do what I do. I have my lane. They have theirs. We have campaigns. We are, we have client events. Uh, we're always giving back. We're all, we're doing vendor giveaways. We just gave away a, what did we give away? $250 worth of glass cleaning. Oh yeah, we gave away $250 uh, glass uh, window cleaning. And so our clients all, um, you know, they they go to a landing page and they sign up for a drawing and then we draw the $250 and then everybody who did whose name wasn't drawn gets a 10% off coupon. We we do all of that kind of stuff. I love it. That That's... Super smart. And I definitely, if you're open to it, we'll have you back on that. We'll schedule you back on again. Cause I'd love to dive into the systems that you, cause I'm a systems person also. So I love duplicatable things. All right. In the last few minutes we have that we'll keep a focus around the mindset and money piece for today. Um, is there anything you, you didn't cover? Cause I mean, you, you're pretty laser focused in terms of what agents could be doing to, to create a better vision, but is there anything else that we didn't cover that you're like, okay, agents really need to know this. I think that a shift brings an opportunity for those who show up as educated, well-spoken, patient with processes, and you will thrive through a shift because the people who do not have their poop in a group are going to escrow their license and then there will be all of this business. So if you craft your business and decide who you are, craft your business around that, stop selling houses and stop being everything to all people. Go be a counselor and an advisor and take classes and get designations and know your stuff. Don't just appear in your job when you have a showing scheduled. Like this is your career. That's what I would say. I, I love that. It's it's such a combination of that growth and education mindset. I just love your perspective on it. It's you have a great perspective. Um, all right. I and, just want to end with her um, with her post she does about people getting out of their houses because <laughs> I think it will be a nice ending. Of go for it, Connie. No, no. So. Gwen on Facebook would post these posts. I'm going to have her tell you the exact wording, but it's basically like, hey, I need your, if you own a house, you've got to get out because I've got someone who needs to buy it. But I'll have Gwen tell you and actually how it actually works because it's, it just says a lot about Gwen and how great she is and how she brings all that to the, her people too, her authenticity. Go ahead, Gwen. Well, I love to have fun in this business. Like you have to have fun and we promise that we're going to have fun to our clients. And so if you ever friend me personally on Facebook, just don't expect to see any kind of real estate there, right? That's on my integrity team uh, page, but on my personal page, it's mostly clients and colleagues like Connie. And I will put a post every once in a while. And I will say, all right, you guys know the drill. If you've been in a house, if you're in a house, you need to get out because I need to sell it. And then we'll put a post up there. And I mean, it's so funny, but our clients were calling and say, are you talking to me? Because we were just talking to you about dinner. And it's just my humor, but they know me so well. I mean, it works. And Connie's, Connie's right. It's kind of funny. I, I love great. it. I love it. Thank you, Connie. For I, Yeah, it's it's just, I mean, I think it's that authenticity, Gwen, that you bring that also, that's your clients relate to it and they connect to it. It's awesome. 
Thank you. Show who just determine who you are and show up as that. People will love you. I love it. Well, last question for me. I know we got one minute, but you have a picture of a large whale behind you. Yes. What's the meaning of the, is there, is there a meaning other than that you like it aesthetically? Is there a meaning behind the picture behind you? I am a whale. I am a big fish. That is my goal. It's mindset. Reminds me every time in my team, when we come in, our goal is to be big fish. Love it. I love it. Thank you for being here, Gwen. This is super fun. Everybody, if you have questions for Gwen, we just dropped her Facebook link into the chat box on Zoom and we'll put it in the, uh, the YouTube and the podcast notes so you can go connect with her, uh, reach out, say hello. Thanks for being here. This is fun. Oh, thanks, thanks for the invitation. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank have you. Have a good day, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, Don't kill it. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.